and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Ethos slash Bir Başkadır episode four. Uh, wow, a lot happened and I officially hate Gubin's sister, so that's new. Um, I am not drinking any tea, but it actually sounds pretty nice. Wish I was, but I can't because we've got to uphold the tradition. I'm not either. I, I was very recently drinking tea, like minutes ago. <laughs> I'm glad to bring it upstairs it right before. <laughs> yeah, because I like. I mean, I'd already had like three or four. I think four cups. I wasn't gonna like bring number five. Also, number five didn't exist because the teapot was empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Well, great. I'm glad to carry on tradition. Hopefully, the streak will be yes. broken at some point, but you never know. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'll decide to buy Earl Grey again, and then I'll drink. <laughs> One day. All right. So now I'm going to take us through what happened in this episode. I probably missed some faces based on what happened last episode. Well, I don't, I don't, the good news, I don't think there were no big like reveals of like, oh, that character is actually this person's this thing. I think all familial relationships have now been established. Okay, good, good, good. So hopefully I won't make any stupid. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't learn that like Sinan is Mariam's long lost brother or something. (laughs) Oh my God. Can you imagine? I I thought that like Gudbin like since they talked about her having a brother and a sister it's like oh my god what if she's like Mariam and um Yasin's sister or something crazy like that that would have been insane and made no sense <laughs> but I would have I would have respected the show for trying yeah. to make it make sense yeah. <laughs> um okay so we start off we've got um Mariam in like a field <laughs> she's looking for Hoja uh, but it turns out that he's going on vacation he's going back to his village for two weeks and the guy that tells her this is the philosopher obnoxious tea philosopher guy um who seems like he's like really wants to keep talking to her and she just has no interest um and unclear what his relationship is and why he's there but maybe he's Hoja's protege I don't know um she seems pleased to get like a two-week reprieve from being forced to tell Hoja about the therapist because um her brother is forcing her. So then we see Mariam goes to Sinan's apartment and is cleaning, and she runs into Melissa and she's like totally starstruck because obviously she's been watching the Dizzy and she knows who she is, and she's like, oh my god. But also she's like, oh no, Sinan's sleeping with another woman. Oh my God. So it's a whole thing. And she tells Peri about it. And finally, after like five minutes of talking, they get to the fact that it is Melissa because of course Peri doesn't know a character's name because she's a snob as we've established. And Peri seems uh, a little weirded out about it, but nothing really further comes from that. Then we go okay so I was super confused I thought we were going to Perry's house but we went to Gubin's office I think yes Perry went for her weekly appointment um but it's chaos there Gubin's not there something to do with her siblings and then we see her sister um Gulan who we met before and she like silently pitches a fit 
which was pretty odd. She's just like completely silent, but she's just like smashing shit um, in her kitchenette, office's kitchenette area, I guess. Yeah. And we, Gubin's office is also much nicer than Perry's. We know that now. Yeah. Um, and then she just walks out. So that's chill, I guess. We see Hoja and his wife leave for their trip. And Menine is like psyched to have the house to herself. She has like a little dance party. That's all we have from her this episode. Um, Wait, what did see- you say her? What did you say her name was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't her name Medine? No. It's oh Hi- no. Hi- Hi- oh no. Yeah. Yes. Who's Medine? I don't know. Who's that? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Hairunisa has a dance party now that her parents are gone. Yes. Then we see Petty burning. I don't know. Some sort of incense, I guess. And sage. Do you I think, think it's it, sage? Like, it's not. It's called... Um, there's a name, I know the name in Spanish, but I don't know the name in English. It's like some sort of like purifying wood. Okay. That's so funny because like if... That was hilarious to me because like if uh, like an older woman, especially like an older rural woman in Turkey did that, she would like be like, oh my god, that's so backward. <laughs> because <laughs> like older women do burn sense. sage everywhere um it's like a universal like folksy thing to do um but like i think she was probably inspired by was it was it like a peruvian thing she was into like a few episodes um, ago? yeah shamanism yeah. it's yeah, like so, yeah <laughs> she's so she's, she's so full of shit <laughs> but i think it's like that exact commentary it's like you are yeah. like an atheist and your whole identity comes from being an atheist but then like you do yoga and like yeah do these sorts of things that like have yes. a connotation but not where you live yes exactly <laughs> that's so well said Sophia yes no notes <laughs> um okay so then she tries to meditate but she's pretty bad at it because she ends up just like stalking Melissa online um so <laughs> that's pretty funny and because well, yeah. um Miriam mentioned that Melissa was dating this blue-eyed guy who is right who was from Zayton um Agile, uh, from the Zayton I show um this guy that was the love interest of the woman who had cancer I'm forgetting their names yeah oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah was? and, and oh, wow. yeah well and the, also like he's like in real life friends with all these actors like particularly with the woman who plays um Pede they're like actually oh. like buddies in real life um so it's all i think i feel like they just like pick that as an inside joke like because the they, yeah. they thought it'd be funny yeah okay interesting okay yeah so she it seems like melissa has a boyfriend and they're still together at least according to the press even i think it's the opposite i thought the press was saying they broke they just broke yeah. up oh what, the headlines were saying. yeah oh because the subtitle that i saw was like still going strong Oh no, they yeah, they were all like breakup headlines that I saw. I don't know if I missed one in the middle that okay. was saying something different, but yeah. And it's also what Miriam said, like, oh, I thought she was with this guy, but then I saw her at Sinan's house, and or like mm-hmm. she had recently broken. Some, I mean, yeah, she's up on the me. she's up on the hot goss, uh, Miriam. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. So she's not cheating; she's just making bad choices. Exactly. Um. Then Petty tries, she calls Gupin and she kind of like tries to get the scoop on what's going down because she thinks they're friends. But Gupin, of course, shuts her down and is like, I'll see you for your session next week. Um, 
And in the background, her sister is ranting about how she's going to pay for this. So that's fun. Then uh, we go to Guvin's like family, whatever, their living room or something. They're having a, a huge family drama. Um, and her sister is screaming the whole time. And their mom, I think, is their mom speaking Kurdish the whole time? Yeah, mom, the mom may speak like one sentence in Turkish. I'm not sure. But yeah, okay. all Kurdish. Yeah. Um, and basically the gist seems to be that Gudbin prescribed or got her her brother who has, uh, what was Cerebral it? Palsy. Cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. To see a specialist who recommended a new medication. I'm guessing from the last episode that this was marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so her sister's super upset about it. Uh, her mom says she thinks it's been helping him. And so they get into this whole argument about how uh, Gubin thinks that she's better than them because she's more educated and um, less religious. And then we meet their brother and they just kind of like are all in the room and they like sing and uh we learn that they're from Tatsvan from a like map on the wall so we'll talk about that later but I have a I have a question about that like I couldn't really understand why the sister was so upset it's because be- because she th- she sees marijuana as a, like it's a drug to her okay. like it's a poison so or like it's for it's a forbidden substance um in her religion and to her moral yeah. sensibilities even though like obviously it's being used it's been used for these kinds of medical purposes for a long time um and i think we can talk about it morally but i think she's also like got definitely some kind of inferiority complex to her younger yeah. sister like being so yeah. educated because she like keeps bringing that up and it's everything she's doing is obviously like a gross overreaction yeah <laughs> so um Okay, then we go back to Yasin and Maryam, and Yasin is not improving in my book. So he interrupts Hoja's vacation by calling him, and he's like, listen, my sister has to talk to you, and then like hands her the phone like she's literally five years old. And he makes her tell him about the psychiatrist. Hoja doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, fine. Amazing. Yes. Did she help? Okay, great. And then hand me back to Yasin, and all he cares about is getting somebody to fix his van's heating system, uh, which he's making Yasin do for him, which is kind of shitty, but oh well, it's hilarious because he deserves it. Maryam um, <laughs> is like freaking out about it, and Yasin like doesn't bother to explain that Hoja doesn't care about it, and she's pissed. And then he, she like says something under her breath, and he screams at her. Ugh, he's the worst then um he says like he deserved it or something and then she's like under her breath like oh and he like is 500 miles away and he needs you to like get his car right right (laughs) i think i think yes i think yasin was also pissed that his whole like whatever his plan was like to get his sister yelled at by this authority figure like it all like went went sideways because like actually nbd yeah uh, for the hoja so i think he was like also extra pissed about that the whole thing was very funny (laughs) his plan definitely failed yes um and then yasin gets pissed off he's yelling at her and he forbids her from seeing petty and says if you paint faint so be it so fuck him 
Um, then she's gonna, she's not gonna listen to him. Like, no, he also, no. I feel like, fully knows that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she knows then, how to get her way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She knows when to strategically ignore instructions. Yes. Absolutely. Um, then a window breaks. This is like such a weird introduction of plot. Don't know what this is about. Um, we learn that somebody threw a rock through the window. Of course, we learn this after Yasin has yelled at Ruhier for like five minutes. Um, the rock has he thinks back- Ruhier did it. <laughs> he yeah. like threw a rock inside. <laughs> yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> um, the rock has a message written on it, and it's basically like. I don't know, like wait and see or something's coming for you. Yeah. Uh, he runs outside, but he can't catch them. And oh, then we flash back to the Hoja and it turns out that his wife has, I'm guessing, died or yeah, has yeah. died in the van. Um, so that's terrible. And then the episode ends with a montage of some old uh, Ottoman tombstones. So... That's interesting, and that's the end of the episode. So now we're going to move on to the gossip slash banter slash spilling the tea that Yasin yells at Mariam to get all the time section. <laughs> Literally pisses me off so much. It's like the, I feel like it's the equivalent of make me a sandwich. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it totally is. Oh my God. Makes me mad. It's like the prequel to tell me, give me a sandwich. Cause like he would still <laughs> ask for a sandwich or like some other food item. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a sandwich wouldn't be considered like real food. That's true, yeah. It's like a snack, yeah. Yeah. Or in Poland, confusingly, a breakfast item, which I'm still, like, not. I still don't <laughs> Like, just a full-on, like, ham sandwich is just, like, breakfast. Oh. Like, without, like, eggs I or anything. That. Like, breakfasty. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm so into but that. Like, like, one, like, one time I got, this is such a sidebar, and please edit it out, Sammy, but one time I, like, bought a ham sandwich for lunch from, like, a place, like, like in, near my office, and everyone was like why are you having breakfast now and I was like it's just, it's like a ham sandwich <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand your question <laughs> anyway <laughs> so funny um so I don't know I, d- does the Hoja's wife die I was very sad yes, and I, she I did. hope that she did no she's dead oh, oh man this is to this is to allow for more quality father daughter time for all the, all the oh, fun complexities there oh god <laughs> oh. oh no very sad also like who knows what she's about to get up to like at home by herself with her insane girlfriend like who knows what's gonna happen and he's just gonna like come back early oh god oh no <laughs> i don't actually remember for the record but like yeah that that we're not done seeing that crazy chick for sure that woman seemed like a very poor influence <laughs> yeah get her out of yeah. here yeah um why do you think petty was like so uncomfortable about like melissa sleeping with sinan who like she doesn't like it doesn't affect her in any way i don't know i couldn't tell if she was like jealous that melissa has like a life outside of her or if it was more like 
uh-oh, my worlds are colliding. I've told Melissa about Maryam. That might be more of it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking was like, how? what are the odds? Kind of a like perplex- perplexed expression versus like, I don't know. That's Anything part of like else? what I was wondering in general about the show, like whether there's going to be some sort of point where all of the points come together and like all the connections are made evident to all the participating characters. I don't know if it's made evident to everyone but I definitely like a lot of stuff that seems like oh god how do they not know about each other like a lot of that definitely does become uh clear to the characters too I, I can't promise that's 100% but yeah for sure some okay. revelations <laughs> for each of them yeah yeah and and then like I was also wondering like if Medium is surprised more because like she's starstruck which I do think she's definitely starstruck but like does she care that Sinan is like sleeping with this other woman? Like, yes. is yeah, yeah. I think she's still jealous. And <laughs> also that she had already, she already saw Guvin on the stairs, so now she knows there's multiple women, which I'm not sure if she knew. Mm, mm-hmm. True. True, but also like, and this is gonna sound really dumb. You can, you guys can roast me for, it. <laughs> but like, I feel like when you find out that the guy that you're like platonically in love with is dating a movie star, it's like, oh, I have no chance. yes that's a good point too it's like yeah (laughs) he's I mean he's not out of her league she's out of his league actually but um yeah in that sense I can see how that would be very depressing to her we shall see but yeah it's 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 an odd situation and then what do you guys think about the message that was so random on the rock like yeah on the rock I have no clue. It just seems so out of character for this show to go for like some sort of weird like revenge mystery plot. It's just like so random. I don't know. I I, I know exactly who it's from and what's going to happen as a result of it. So I can't say much, but I don't, I don't think it'll be like as random once more becomes clear. Okay. I, mean, I was it's, trying to think how it's it- from someone we've seen already. So it's not like a net new character. Right um and then like the motives and stuff i mean i don't think i think the motives are bullshit but like it kind of internally kind of makes sense like to that person anyway (laughs) is it the idiot who's trying to hit on his sister (laughs) no it's not him it's not it's not our it's in our psychology professor he's not a rock thrower kind of man i don't think maybe he has a weird childish sub self a child violent child like a psychopathic childish (laughs) I feel like it's super childish to throw a rock in someone's house and be like, you'll see what's next. Like, it's like such a teen, like not even a teenager, like a thing to do, like a 13 year old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just so anti Yasin at this point. I can't, I can't, (laughs) can't. I hope, I wish the rock would have hit him. I like again like I don't know there's like so many just like worse characters in Turkish male characters in Turkish TV series that like his like little like t- temper tantrums just really don't I don't I think they're funny I don't like like they don't I don't doesn't make me like dislike him that much <laughs> at all actually oh god I dislike him so much too I can't <laughs> him. I think it's because like we haven't seen anything positive from him really or at least not in the last two episodes. I mean, he escorted the girl to the hospital, but like clearly that made her super uncomfortable. So it was like not that great of a good deed. 
So I don't know. I just it made her uncomfortable because she has like a giant secret that she's trying yeah. to keep from yeah. like everyone in her community. <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know. I felt like he had an interest in doing that, like other than helping. I don't know. I don't I didn't get those like vibes at all from that scene, any kind of tension, especially knowing she's gay. Like I was like <laughs> I don't like there's no there's nothing here <laughs> but I don't know. know I guess because we know we don't know that she's gay and we also know that he's like so unhappy in his marriage yeah I think, I think like, we were supposed yeah. to, I think we were well like I knew she was gay from like when I first watched that I just interpreted her really? being in the stall as her being in a relationship with that girl yeah like immediately oh. but uh-huh. I I guess they weren't like ever kissing or being like openly intimate that we saw just now that screaming <laughs> yeah that's true well it's also like like, i feel like girls getting into a stall together is like not that weird like you sometimes would do it like if the bathroom's full of creepy uh, guys or something or like i don't know versus like that totally empty bathroom though that they were in true and i think they were they were complained about because while the girl was screaming i think they were probably trying to like which I mean, it's not a reason. It was it's not a reason to rat someone out, but like I think that's also why. Like that, they, they were probably like she was probably trying to be with her in the stall. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's- I thought that they were like maybe doing drugs too. That was my yeah, first thought. Me too. Well, the crazy girl might do drugs, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think Hyrunisa does drugs yet, but I'm not positive on that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> But anyway, I find, yes, Yasin is definitely an asshole, but I find him very funny because uh, he just like, has his hissy fits and then like he knows no one's going to listen to him ultimately. Yeah, he's like and then he just like impotent. Yes. <laughs> that yeah, everyone I just, on. <laughs> it makes me feel really bad that I think Mariam like doesn't see them as fits. Like she takes them really personally. Oh, and, I don't like, think she does. Come on. She's like, she's like totally going to go see Pere again. Oh, like, that for sure. Yeah. But like, I still think she feels really bad when he like yells at her yeah maybe in the moment but again i don't think like she continues to be sassy and like do what she wants <laughs> True. i think she's i think she's probably more worried about like someone like the hoja like disapproving of her because he's more of like an authority figure outside the family whereas i'm sure her and yasin have been like bickering their whole lives <laughs> True. that is a good point I love the fact that Hoja did not give a fuck yes. about the psychiatrist. That was yes. great. <laughs> yes, that was my that was probably my favorite exchange in the whole. Yeah, <laughs> like oh okay, did it help? <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was great. But, but then it was get followed some... by something. Bad. Yeah, but I'm like, if he's so nonchalant about um, Mariam's counseling why does he not let why does he just not give the green light for um uh oh god the the Mariam's sister-in-law um to get Ruhia thank you I can't can't keep you straight um Ruhia to get like I don't know hospitalized yeah (laughs) Yeah. for sure yeah but I feel like depression is like so much less normalized whereas like oh she's fainting whatever like right that's totally it especially this kind of depression where it's like so severe that it does need hospitalization and it manifests as like you know not wanting to do anything and like sleeping or like lying down all the time and 
like to yeah. them it, I think it I think we've talked about this before I think everyone interprets it as oh she's lazy and she just want to do yeah, like household really stuff lazy. but yeah. I mean we know she's like attempted suicide like multiple yes times, I totally it's like I know a call yeah. to action there yeah yeah like, I was surprised they didn't keep her in the hospital for longer than they did after the one mm-hmm. we saw um mm-hmm. in the U.S. I feel like how I don't know how long I feel yeah like there's like a 72 hours. hour hold or 72 something. hours yeah yeah I think yeah I think that's right yeah but like I think fainting is like such a dainty kind of female that's true. <laughs> yes you know it's like oh she has fainting spells like that sounds so harmless whereas like depression is not yeah you're like can you just be happy that's like I'm sure that's what they're all thinking yeah <laughs> like why don't tea? you pray more that's definitely gonna yeah make you <laughs> yeah um yeah I thought the I thought Hoja's wife dying was super sad I forgot yeah. it happened so early I thought it was like a, I remember it happened in that van but I didn't I thought it happened like on their way back from the village so like kind of toward the end but like clearly homie's about to return from the village without having gone in the village so. yes which i i didn't even think about before you mentioned it earlier but that is yeah. gonna be a big problem for our girl hirumisa yeah yeah because if, if she's already called that psycho bitch over sorry to use that word but that's co girl <laughs> over <laughs> that's like game over uh, um but where where is the hoja traveling to is it the black sea i didn't catch if they said where the village is i don't i'm not sure said... i mean that's that i think that's the route he's on so yeah probably somewhere in the, on, in the black sea but i don't know where because he said Koje, like they're in kojeli Koja, yeah kojeli yeah, but yeah it sounded like he was gonna take a sweet time getting there so not sure if it's, it's yeah i mean going. i had a camper van so he could like yeah. you know go wherever he wants yeah, and then wifey died nice because trip. of the cold and his heart and her heart problem. <laughs> oh, God. If freaking Yasid had just called or like found this Nihat guy to <laughs> You know what? It is all Yasin's it, fault. It is all his fault. You're oh right. Oh my god. Wow. I'm I'm convinced he's the true villain. <laughs> he plotted the whole thing. He gave yeah. her a heart problem and like sentenced her to a cold cold death yeah yeah but i was i was like very confused about that scene because like why is he parking in the middle of nowhere and why is that, he just yeah. again that the that's, heating is not working that's, that's one of my wtfs is like your car is running so you could yeah. go to like he, a town yeah <laughs> yeah or like a hospital too yeah with the wife. or a hotel with a heater yeah yeah well he, yeah i mean like he didn't know that i think I'm not clear on like if she was just snoozing like overnight and like he was he had this realization the next morning after he called Yasin or like she was already napping when he called Yasin for help. Yeah, something like that. Because remember he was like having a conversation with her or so he thought and then he turned around because she wasn't responding. Yeah, Yeah, but I I guess I'm not clear like how many hours after like the Yasin phone call Um, all that happened. Like if it was like pretty immediate or... um, It was a weird place to spend the night if that's where they parked. Yeah, because all those like punk teenagers were like burning shit (laughs) in the background. And then he called them over. I was like, don't call them over. They'll stab you. (laughs) (laughs) But then they didn't. They were maybe helping. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I had the same feeling with the teenagers. I was like, I would not call those teenagers over for sure. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, oh, great, fresh meat. <laughs> also, my, I mean, he's, he, honestly, I know I'm jumping the gun, but he's a little bit my sultan of success. One for the phone conversation that was legendary. And then his hat, his beanie was for me. Mm, like, the beanie was just, good. Yeah, the little one, a little boopy at the top. Loved it. It was so great. <laughs> and I feel like uh, Hydronisa was the real sultan of success until the last scene of the episode because she's home alone, finally yeah. able to listen to her devil music because her mom hates her hair <laughs> Um, like finally yeah. free. Yeah, but not for long. Not for yeah. long. I did want to mention if this is like one of the first Turkish shows you're watching or one of the first times you're listening to us um that um Hayrun Nisa like pours out some water as Hoja and his wife leave um which mm-hmm. is like a Turkish cultural thing when people are leaving on a journey we were confused by that I didn't know that <laughs> it uh somebody that you want people who are leaving to come back before the water dries but obviously oh. like that never happens because the water dries real fast also <laughs> didn't work this time didn't work this time no. i mean What's it might have worked i don't know how quickly that's coming back <laughs> oh god oh no <laughs> also um where do you where do they live because it seems pretty like rural but like it's it's the commuter place from istanbul i th- um, my guess would be a uh, way 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 deep on the anatolian side of istanbul but like practically like at, i mean at the very fringes uh, mm. of the city but i didn't pay attention to the bus buses that she was taking i mean she actually she was going through mejidika but i guess mejidika is a huge transit hub so you could go east or west from there um but it's either on the way fringes of the european side or the way fringes of the Anatolian side it's the way okay. fringes for sure yeah like probably one single bus line goes out there and it's probably like a couple times a day because it's so far <laughs> and they have to i mean that's why mayam had to like has to like traverse the muddy fields to like get to yeah. some semblance of a road <laughs> public transportation yeah there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of i mean the city's huge so more and more places like that as folks get pushed out of the center they can't afford it yeah i was wondering i was wondering where that was because it seems pretty rural like it you can't really see any mm-hmm. urban places nearby so yeah it's all like self it's like improvised housing too like it's all like things they've put together themselves um not like i, I would be surprised if any of it is like permitted and and officially kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. sanctioned makes sense with urban sprawl and all mm-hmm. yeah it's getting really the just like for I mean, as I'm speaking now, I'm sure this is going to be out of date by the time this airs because inflation in Turkey is so insane and prices just keep like jumping up every day. But I mean, normally, like normally, let's say what I mean by that is like maybe like 2015-16, like when we didn't have this crazy inflation and the devaluation of the Turkish lira, like you, a nice apartment in Istanbul, like the rent like a really nice one in a real like a big apartment with like a view of the Bosphorus with um like it's a nice building all that centrally located um I I again I'm not a real estate expert but I I think like it would have been around like you know 10 
10 to 20,000 Turkish lira to rent. That's so similar to like in, in a really nice Manhattan apartment, like you would pay like, you know, $10,000 yeah. potentially a month for like mm-hmm. the rent. Um, now, like again, with the state that the currency is in, the absolute like worst apartments in the worst parts of town, worst being like the farthest from like where people need to commute into. So not all that far off probably from Mayim and Co or where they're living. Um, those kinds of places are going for at minimum 10,000. Um, uh, sometimes, I mean, in the center, it's like 50K more. It's insane. So it's completely, and people are still earning like what they were before the inflation went crazy. So it's completely, it's like saying like on your salary of like, you know, $4,000 a month, like suddenly your rent is now ten thousand dollars like can right. please pay right. like no i can't do that so i have to move um so and uh, coupled with that of course in istanbul is the even if you rent a place it's like oh is it earthquake safe so now there's like that, that anxiety that's compounding like people's financial anxieties uh it's like even if i rent this apartment that i can afford that i can barely afford like god forbid when the big one that everyone's expecting comes like is this building in a stand probably not um so it's yeah it's not a good time <laughs> it's not a good time for sure and yeah just seeing the places that mariam and co live in and then also like where they commute into it's just such a reminder of the of that divide um for i have sure. a side i have a sidebar for after we're done recording about um uh, one of my mom's friends I want to say she's a relative or an acquaintance in Turkey and like what she charges for her ap- apartment that she owns in Chishme. It's insane, but I'll get okay. to the sidebar <laughs> later. Yeah. Okay. But it's, I mean, I, I feel like now our listeners, even if you're in the States, you've experienced some sort of inflation. So I imagine. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, here, not, not this extreme, but like, yeah, for sure. Everyone's felt a pinch. Really bad, like 13%, which I mean, it's not that bad, but like you really feel it. Like you go to the supermarket and you can't really buy any like what you bought previously is just like the prices make no sense Mm -hmm. okay oh and there there was an earthquake here well not really an earthquake oh really really hard i don't even there's not a word for it in english because in spanish we differentiate like earthquake from like not that strong (laughs) but it was scary Mm, that is scary What do you Sorry. want to talk about, Cindy? I bar. No. <laughs> uh, can we talk about how horrible Gulan is? Yeah, yeah. I forgot how I forgot about that whole insane. Like it's, I mean, hissy fit is too mild of a term for what she did. Like Jesus, it's so unjustified. <laughs> well, she has like some really bad it anger. Man. Yeah. Like, why would she go to the office and trash everything? What does that have or, to do? Yeah, and like, like when you when I first saw that scene, I was like okay, there must be like, there surely must be some explanation or some perspective that is valid here. There wasn't. <laughs> there just wasn't. Also, she's screaming at her like, oh, you think we're so ignorant. You think you know better. Literally, she's a fucking doctor. She went to medical yeah. school. Like, what well, are we- and, and like 30 seconds before she said that to her sister, she called her mom like like an idiot. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> so like she herself insulted her mom's intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, she's that, a pretty obnoxious character. That the actress who plays her is like a noted like sketch comedian, like in like stand up. And so ah. it's like very it's like her first dramatic role, I think. Um oh. 
so I mean I think honestly like probably her comedy background helped with like the throwing and the I don't know I thought that was like it was obviously like not a good scene but also like funny kind of funny because it was just so like quiet and she was just yeah she wasn't talking at all she's just yeah (laughs) yeah um (laughs) and she is uh she is Kurdish so she that was like like I mean I I, like compared to the actress who plays uh Gudbin who like they only gave her one line to say in Kurdish and she kind of it seemed like she kind of stumbled through it like you know Gudan was obviously like it sounded I mean I don't know but it sounded like very good to me (laughs) and she was she was saying a lot in Kurdish so which also like made sense for their characters to me like it makes sense to me that true Ben would like understand Kurdish but would be reluctant to speak it because she's kind of like yeah assimilated yeah Yeah. and she's also the middle child it's usually like the oldest child that will learn the like yeah language the parent language but I so I guess is Petty like a gossip or why was she like so intent on understanding what was going on like I, that felt I think she thinks she's her friend and that's why like I think it was an interest of her like falsely perceiving that Gudvin is her friend yeah that's or, how whereas... I interpreted it it was like oh I'm here for you my friend what's going on and Gudvin yeah. was like we're not friends yeah. but she's also so strict with her like patient boundaries or whatever like why would she expect that's true yeah I don't know that's like stupid on her end because she won't even take some fucking bodic that this woman like <laughs> put 5 a.m to make for her like that, that has to be I mean I I'm, I really think that's like a hospital rule like I don't think okay. it's I, I don't blame her for that at all she just like did it very poorly but I understand the rule oh god that made me so mad I, I can't get over <laughs> it's really pissed me off um okay I just like I felt it to be really gossipy on the part of Petty as well like it's funny because like she's so holier than thou like perfect in every way and so it's weird for me to see her as like a gossip even though like maybe it's because she does think it's her friend but like to me she was asking way too many questions to the to like her assistant like it might have well, she might have also asked, just because remember the last thing she asked Goodman was, are we still having our appointment next week? Because yeah. I think she's ultimately, she ultimately cares about herself. So, like, she's like, okay, what's going on here? How bad is it? Is it going to affect my life? Maybe. We'll <laughs> we'll see. But we'll see next week if it continues to affect my life. <laughs> I thought the question about the appointment was very strange, like a week out. It was that, very like, As it's still happening. Yeah. Very awkward. But I think it was her way of, like, going back to like a normal ish conversation if that makes sense maybe like, yeah like okay i just don't I think, I think she has anyone to gossip with so i don't think it's gossip <laughs> like i don't know who she would go and tell about Gudbin's life um, but it's like a power move because like like it, to this point Gudbin knows a lot of things and a lot of like intimate things about her and she doesn't know anything about Gudbin. so it's like mm. also a way for her to have some information that will like in theory, give her like some kind of leverage in a way. Maybe. No, not like in a very like strategic, manipulative way, but like leverage as in like maybe if I know more about her, she'll like be more interested in being my friend or some shit. Because mm-hmm. as we've established, she has no friends and no one likes her. Oh, poor but, Perry. Yeah, she, she, I feel like she 
reminds me of like one of those kids in school that like can't make any friends so they like try to like buy friends or like blackmail people into being oh god I don't think I had friends. I don't think I had. Well, they wouldn't be a friend anyway. But I don't think I knew anyone like that outside of like I movies. I feel like that's a TV show. For, <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Anything else? Uh, this episode ends with like a montage of like a uh, Ottoman uh cemetery. Do we think that that was Ahlat? Because I um. I was googling the town where they're from, and it's like right by there. It's pretty cool looking I, I don't know what that town is i don't i have no idea what the symbolism would be other than like death yeah <laughs> but it's all well, she did isn't die there, isn't there a part where is it gulan saying like gulvin says to gulan like you spend all your money on tombs and something there was a weird line like that i missed that i think yeah, I, I mean it could have been she was screaming a lot of stuff yeah Oh, it's a Satchuk Center, not, not an Ottoman one. Yeah, yeah. Um, looks really cool. Yeah, well. Not sure if that's what they were showing, though. It definitely looked like they were like a little bit like well, this cloud really over. Fun. No, because it was like all destroyed, wasn't it? Just yeah. like rocks yeah. upon each other. Yeah, this one looks yeah. a little bit better maintained than what we saw, but. Yeah. Wow, that's gorgeous. Where is that? It's like right by this town. It's on the coast of Lake Vaughan. Interesting. Okay, so now we're going to move on into the history section where Sophia is going to tell us about Tatsvan, which is where the horrible Gulan and the rest of her family <laughs> hail from uh which looks like a beautiful town on google maps so i'm excited to hear about it it does look nice so tatvan as we saw on the show is where um gulbin gulan and the rest of their family are from so it's on the shores of lake van which is a lake in eastern turkey um it's a small it seems to be like a small-ish town it's seventy-nine thousand people um and it's mostly populated by Kurds of the Bekiran tribe which I will I'm not entirely sure of um the what the Bekiran tribe is but I will try to look it up so the the like the citadel of the city is from the Urartian period so the Urartian um the Urartian kingdom was an an Iron Age kingdom that was set in the in the Lake Van, like Armenian highlands, um, and it was pretty. I mean, it went from the western shores of Lake Urmia to the mountains of northern Iraq to the Lesser Caucasus Mountains. So it seems like it was relatively extensive, and it it was in the ninth century, in the mid ninth century. Um, and that citadel was used at least until the 17th century. Um, and so th there was uh, basically the the cal the caliphate of there was a an okay I'm getting mixed up sorry so <laughs> it was um, an Armenian province but then it 
uh, ple it pledged allegiance to the Hamanid, Hamdanid Emirate of Aleppo. Um, and it's basically a route between two larger cities that are Van and Bitlis, which are two other larger cities um, in, in the, like on the Van, Van Lake. Um, and it developed more like into a town in time uh, when it started getting like more linked to the rest of the country uh, through a railway and through an improvement in the road. Um, and basically like it became much more uh, popular and visited. Um, and so the, the rail that was created is aligned between Ankara and Tehran. Um, so that's why there's a station there. Um, and it connects to Van, which is 100 kilometers away. Um, and there's also a train ferry that crosses the lake, like Van, um, which I didn't know about that. Did we see That's that? Crazy. When we... Mm -mm. Um, I don't remember seeing it, but I think I feel like I've heard about it since. But I'm, yeah, obviously never crossed with that. So there's not much, I mean, other than what I just shared with you. Um, it's in the Bitlis province, um, as we read, it's populated by a Kurdish tribe mainly, but I'm, I'm sure like in time it's populated by more diverse groups of people. And yeah, that's a little bit about this town. There's not a lot to share. Um, I don't know if you guys want to add anything or should we talk a little bit about Lake Van and that region in general? I tried to look up the tribe and there's literally nothing. Really? Nothing in the English language about it. But it is one of the many, many Kurdish tribes in Turkey. Yeah. Mm. Apparently it's like sort of close to Nemnut. I don't know, because the ridge behind the town was a lava flow from Mount Nemnut. So yeah, it, it seems to be pretty close and it's very seismically active with the last major earthquake in 2011 Thanks. but apparently it was initially the center of the Armenian and Urartian kingdoms and then it became it came under Byzantine rule then under Seljuk rule and then under Ottoman rule um, and its main importance is as a transport hub so that's why it's known were you saying that Tatvan is close to Nemrut? Yeah, is it not at all? No, it's like a six-hour drive. It's oh. close to this Nemrut lake, which is like um, a oh, okay. greater else. thing. Okay. But I guess yeah. that, that must be a different Nemrut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it said something about Nemrut. Yeah, ne yeah Nemrut lake is within this province, which is, yeah, very close by. A 30-minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, what can you see? There's the Ahlad tombs that Sammy mentioned earlier, <laughs> which is Seljuk Cemetery. Um, and there's also the tombstones of Ahlat the Urartian and an Ottoman citadel from the 12th century. Um, well, according to this, you can visit some sort of Mount Nemrut from there, but this is confusing based on what 
as Guy just mentioned. Yeah, it's, it's they must have just named it the same thing. It's it's not. It's not the famous one. It's one that's I've never weird. heard of. Yeah. It's why a they about Nemrut. <laughs> I don't know why they would do that. Well, it's an old volcano, it seems, because there's the caldera, like the crater that people go visit, and there's like hot springs. It says there's a mountaintop tomb of King Antiochus I with stone reliefs and ruined statues of Greek gods. Oh, oh yeah. It's second Sorry. class Mount Nemrut. <laughs> it says, but no giant heads here. Don't confuse it with the better known mountain of the same name near Adiaman. Okay. <laughs> that's so confusing. Yeah, that's extremely confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's heads on the, there, I don't think there's any like human-made objects really on the one in this, like the volcano, other than like arrowheads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are there? I mean, that's what like the Google Maps description says, but I have no idea. Yeah, the Wikipedia doesn't seem to have anything other than like, you know, small human-made objects that have been mm-hmm. discovered. But I think all the the big artwork is on, on famous Nemruth. Yeah. <laughs> also for both, of, I think, I didn't realize this Nemruth comes from like Nimrod, like the biblical, like King. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. Well, we went to Vaughn when we were there. We didn't go to Tatvan, but we went to Vaughn uh, together and it was so beautiful. So I do recommend if you have time when you're in Turkey to try and go there or try to go to Lake Vaughn, wherever you go. Um, it's really pretty. And Sophia and I jumped in and it was really cold. <laughs> but it was really fun because like it was really bubbly. Yeah, it was really bubbly. It was but- weird. It was nice. And we survived. We didn't get hypothermia or anything, so all good. Okay, so now we're going to move on into our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck... Sultan of Success and Fatma's hit list. What are your what the fucks? I think Isgi already mentioned a few of her what the fucks. Um, my what the fucks are, I guess, like Gulen going into the office and trashing it. Um, still don't understand Petty's reaction to Melissa being in Sinan's apartment. Like, I know that we talked that through, but still kind of a what the fuck for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having, I like have trouble understanding Petty's like motivations during this episode. Yeah, for sure. She's like odd and she's like weirdly prying into other people's lives. Um, Again, why did he park the freaking van under the vibe, like in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not to pay for a parking lot for to sleep in like that's probably why but where do they go to the bathroom who knows (laughs) (laughs) it's a mystery (laughs) it's a mystery um yeah i still don't like yasin he pisses me off yep um and like who throws a rock in someone's house like how petty do you need to be to do that or how childish more than petty. 
listen, that family has enough problems. They don't need you to like make their lives worse. Their lives are terrible. That that was literally Yasin's argument for like, it must have been the wrong house. Cause like, who would even, <laughs> who would even try to get anything from Who would pile on? Anybody who wants revenge yeah. that already has it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> are you happy? <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> God. I have what the fuck to Penny's like turtleneck vest thing. That was not for me. Oh, I missed that. I mean, I didn't make as much of an impression on me. Like I, a I'm gray sure turtleneck, but it didn't have sleeves. Little... Oh, that is weird. Now that you describe it, I don't remember it though. But I'm, I'm, I agree. It sounds weird. <laughs> so as to our what the fuck from the last episode, I'm pretty sure that it's the same office. Yeah, we just hadn't seen the. We just chair. hadn't realized. Yeah. Yeah, they they kind of like revealed it last episode that it wasn't what we expected for her. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think she's got multiple offices. I think also I was to Sophia's point last episode. I think I was confused by the flash cutting back and forth and like yeah. whose office mm-hmm. is whose. Yeah, I don't need to have any more. What the fucks? Okay. What the fuck to Gulam? She sucks. Hate her. Oof, yeah. Okay, Sultan of Success. I mean, I th- I gotta throw out a nom for the for Hoja, even though he lost his wife in the last scene. I think he had some good moments. <laughs> I mean, I would agree with you if we had ended with the phone call, but then the yeah yeah the wife yeah. loss really brings it down. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It almost like cancels it out. Um, <laughs> but I think for uh, that, that Nisa, more likable to me, because she doesn't know the loss yet. Yeah, Hydronisa. Yeah, she can still be Sultan of Success yeah yeah she could be she's about to like be the biggest victim probably the next episode if she invited crazy girl over and dad's about to come home but yeah um, i guess we'll see i was i have a suspicion that that's what's gonna happen <laughs> yikes um okay well then let's give it to hyrule nisa because her yeah. is about to get a lot worse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um okay fatma's hit list i mean um. I've written down Gulan. I could also be convinced Yasin. <laughs> you could always be convinced Yasin. Right? Be... We, didn't, we, didn't see, we didn't see Sinan, right? Like at all. So no. he can't, can't be our... He's going to lose his throne. Where were the sultans of success for not having to see Sinan? This whole You're right. Fatma must have worked her magic for this yeah. episode. She's going to up in the broom cupboard. <laughs> I, think, I think it should be... Um because like her brother is actually getting better but she just decides to trash everything in her way yeah yeah totally unfair yeah yeah and probably her screaming is what upset him in the first place so um yeah he was clearly having that fit in the other room because like he can tell that they're arguing about him but he yeah. like physically can't like intercede like yeah god yeah i i also just want to say like i don't know how i feel again i continue to like struggle with like able actors playing people with disabilities mm. but i because this is like a very well-known actor who's playing the brother who who has like a very clearly severe form of cerebral palsy but like at the same time like i don't like i don't think currently there's a pipeline for that in turkey which is not an excuse but i'm just saying that it's just like not it's not the same as like rj Mitty here in the u.s like who who played Walter White's son in um Breaking mm-hmm. Bad and he mm-hmm. has cerebral palsy and the character right. has cerebral palsy and that was really and that was super groundbreaking like when he was kind of one of the first people to do that um more than a decade ago 
and it's like definitely not enough in the U.S. still, but it's like at least like there is some semblance of that starting. But I really don't think it exists at all, unfortunately, in Turkish cinema or or the Disney industry, and it's a shame. Um, so I yeah, I just wanted to call out for people who are viewing who are like, does that actor have cerebral palsy? He does not, and it's a little bit uncomfortable. But um, listen, it's anyway. nowhere near as uncomfortable as the portrayal of a disabled person in the tailor which was so you, yes you alluded to so. that and that yeah that definitely made me never want to watch it <laughs> yeah um yeah so all right well congratulations to Hairo Nisa I hope that you really enjoy your night of freedom because it's about to get a lot worse for you uh watch out to Gulan world's worst sister um we are sending Fatma after you since she's done such a good job with Sinan Hopefully he won't be in the next episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Next time we'll be talking about episode five.